everybody. Welcome to Noah's Window. If you followed our ministry at New Spring for the last 12 months or so, you know I've spoken a lot about spiritual warfare. And I felt the leadership of the Holy Spirit to do that. And it makes good sense because we're living, I believe, in the last days where, as the Bible says in Revelation 12, Satan is intensifying his attacks because he knows his time is short. And since we're caught in the middle, it's really critical for us to know how to think as Christian soldiers. I just uh, did a series last year called Worlds of Warfare, and then we finished uh, a few weeks ago a series called Wars of War Worlds of Warfare 2 Behind Enemy Lines. And believe it or not, I'm actually working on a third version of that series, Worlds of Warfare 3, The Weapons. And I, I believe in, you know, with the Holy Spirit's direction, I'm probably going to preach that next fall, but I'll wait for his timing. But I'm already starting to work on it. And I've been thinking a lot about the weapons that we have to fight spiritual warfare. Uh, the two verses that I always talk about in our series that frame spiritual warfare. First, the Bible says we never fight against people. But then the second verse tells us that the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the demolishing of strongholds. Well, I've really been focusing a lot on those weapons because it's, it's crossed my mind that a lot of Christ followers today try to follow Christ and try to do spiritual warfare without the weapons. So I'm in a study right now for my own personal development as well as leading our church. And I've, I've always told you guys, uh, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm just a student like you are. I'm just one lesson ahead. So what I'm studying, I'm studying for my own spiritual growth and development, but I also want to bring it to you as the Holy Spirit teaches me. So uh, today, uh, after I finished writing the sermon for this weekend, I just started studying the weaponry that we have. And, and some of the ones that I'm studying, you probably would have guessed. Prayer, of course, is a powerful weapon. Uh, the Word of God, the Bible tells us that's, that's our, our sword. Uh, fasting, I, I believe in fasting. I believe it has great spiritual power. And there, there are other spiritual weapons that I'm looking at as well, but but it's as if the Holy Spirit taught me today that there's a weapon that I hadn't thought about. And uh, I just can't wait to bring it to you. I, I, I look forward to preaching a message on it next fall if that's when the Lord lets me preach the series. But I just am so taken by what the Holy Spirit showed me today that I want to share it with you. I don't want you to have to wait. Uh, I was just talking to Mary Alice. She's filming this and uh, we were kind of chatting. And Mary Alice said, I think when you preach this message, you ought to call it the secret weapon because most Christians don't know that it is a weapon, but it's it, as I began to learn, it's a very powerful weapon. Let me let me read a verse of scripture, a few verses of scripture to you from uh, what I consider to be the mountain peak uh, chapter of the Bible, which is Romans chapter eight. And at the end, it says, "Who or what shall separate us from the love of Christ?" So the love of Christ is our subject here. And then Paul goes on to ask about various things, whether they could separate us from the love of Christ, trouble. Hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, that means not having enough clothing to stay warm, uh, or danger, or sword, that would be the power of government. And here's, here's the statement that I want you to think about. Paul said, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And, and I'll come back to that. But he goes on to say, I'm convinced that neither death or life or angels or demons, there's your spiritual warfare, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, 
another word for demonic power, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from, we're going to end where we started, the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's what I've discovered through studying today and just letting the Holy Spirit teach me. One of the most powerful weapons you have in spiritual warfare is the love of God through Jesus Christ. Now, as Mary Alice said, it's a secret weapon because a lot of people never thought about it as a weapon. And you might be asking the question, how could the love of Christ be a weapon? Oh, this is so powerful. We're in spiritual warfare. We're not fighting against people. We're fighting against Satan and his demons. How do they work? What was the first attack that he ever pulled on God's children? He tried to make Eve believe that God did not love her. You know, Eve and Adam started out believing the truth that God loved them, God wanted to fellowship with them, God had given them, the, given them this marvelous creation. But what did Satan do? Satan came along and he said, God is trying to keep something from you. He, he pretends to love you, but he doesn't really love you. And you know what happened next? When Eve became convinced that God might not love her and that she might have to do something on her own outside of God to get what she wanted out of life, well, she and Adam fell into sin and the whole human race has been doing that ever since. You know, Mary Alice and I have had the privilege of spending all of our adult life basically in ministry. And we have watched sadly, tragically, as countless daughters and sons of God have gotten into all kinds of trouble because they came to believe maybe that God didn't love them or because God didn't answer their prayer on time, that maybe God had forgotten about them. And you know, if Satan can just convince us, even the slightest bit, if, if, if there can just be a little crack or crevice in that relationship with God, where we begin to question whether or not God loves us, he's got us right where he wants us. Now, that's the negative side of that. Flip it and turn it to the positive side. If I get up every day and I think the first thought I think in the morning is I am God's child and God loves me unconditionally. No matter how I fail, I don't want to fail, but no matter how I fail, no matter how I come up short, he loves me. Nothing is ever going to separate me from the love of God. Problems in life, difficulties in life, God loves me. Christ loves me. Well, when Satan comes along and he tries to throw a temptation at me, I'm going to be protected because I know that Christ loves me. And when you think about it, it's the most powerful attack that we can make on the enemy. I'll talk about this, I guess, next fall when we get into the series. But if you look at all the things that Satan did to try to keep Jesus from going to the cross, the one thing that always beat Satan was the love that Jesus and the Father had. And you see that even in the high priestly prayer. It's interesting, you know, when you read John 17, I've always felt like I'm on holy ground because you have one member of the Trinity talking to another member of the Trinity. You have Jesus talking to the Father. And practically all of John 17 is that high priestly prayer. Well, Jesus is probably praying that prayer at the very moment where he's taking the biggest attack from Satan. And it was that understanding that Jesus loved the Father and the Father loved him that kept Satan from ever being able to even begin to get a hearing with Jesus. So think about that today. The love of Christ, the love of Christ is what allows us to be more than conquerors. See, conqueror there is a military term. It's a warfare term. 
It's, we don't normally associate, you know, love and warfare. And yet the Bible tells us it is through the love of Christ that we are more than conquerors. In fact, that's a, that's a, that's a very rare Greek word. It means like super conquerors. So today, don't forget that the Lord loves you. And when Satan comes along to try to discourage you or tempt you or pull you off uh, the path, you just focus on the love of Christ and you tell him, Satan, I'm loved. I'm loved with an everlasting love. You're not. You chose not to love God, but I'm loved. I belong to God. I'm one of God's children and his love for me isn't going to end. I don't need whatever you're selling today. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful message. We don't deserve your love, but we, we just celebrate it and we sort of just fall back into it like we might fall on a cushion bed. We just fall onto your love and we celebrate it today. When the enemy comes, help us to take out this weapon of your love and use it on him. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thanks for joining us on Noah's Window. By the way, I can't wait to bring the message this weekend at New Spring. Uh, we're in a series called The Unexpected Jesus, and I'm, I'm just so excited about this weekend's message. So hope to see you at New Spring this weekend, or if you're not able to attend, I know that uh, you'll have the opportunity to watch it online. And then on Monday, we'll be back with Noah's Window. Thank you.